Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness, and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is the basis for two-time gold album and platinum record-selling band Cold. In June 2020, she published her first memoir, personal development book, entitled Unfuckwithable, A Guide to Inspired Badassery. She is also the co-founder of Girls Rock Indianapolis, a nonprofit rock and roll girls ages 8 through 16, a two-time TEDx speaker, multiple partnerships including Diamond Guitars. Please welcome Lindsay Manfredi. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to talking to you for a while now. Oh, me too. been on the book I'm for excited. a while, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. You know why I'm excited? Because... I am an alt-rock junkie, and we're actually going to talk first about your band, Cold. Because I am an alt-rock junkie. I love yeah, me alternative too. rock music. Yes. And me too. It's, there's so much. There's really some great new alt-rock out there, too. There is. And you know what? I'm ashamed to say I never heard of the band before. And well, I was doing... So, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. <laughs> no worries, no worries. You know, and I was doing my research, and I was, like, listening to a couple of songs and then going out on YouTube and checking out some of the videos, and I'm like, dang, so I'm excited. I am, like, so excited. So now you've got a new fan in me because I was just like, oh, oh my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So real excited about this. And oh, well, thank you. I'm excited, too. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, you don't see a lot of female bass players around. So how long have you been playing bass? And tell us who some of your musical influences are. Okay. So I've been playing bass for about 15 years now. I started when I was 27, which I'm totally giving my age. <laughs> so, yeah, so 15 years, and I think that I grew up in the 90s. I'm a product of the 90s, so I grew up listening to Cold and Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam and Cole, just like all of the grungy bands, and that's what made me, like, really fall in love with music. I, of course, I listened, when I was a little girl, I listened to a lot of Debbie Gibson and Madonna, so I always wanted to be a performer, but it was really alternative rock that and that grunge era that made me really want to play music okay debbie gibson and madonna i also grew <laughs> yeah. up listening to them too so you know blast from the past with those two and not a lot of people will admit that they were listening to at least debbie gibson anyway i'm a big madonna fan always has been well it's funny even when i was 21 she came to st petersburg and me and my, at the time, my then guitarist from a band I was in, in Tampa called Pretty Machine Gun, we went to the pier and we were in the front row and we saw Deborah Gibson. So I actually got to see her as an adult. 
and she sang Electrocute. She had all of the, like all of the things I loved when I was in middle school. She performed them, and it was fascinating. <laughs> Even though I had like long dreadlocks, and I was like you know in this rock band, it was fun. It's amazing when you grow up and you see these artists, and then you actually see them later in life. I was was well, I still am. I'm a huge Pat Benatar fan, and oh, yes. she's always yes. She's always been my musical idol, and I never even performed live until I was, like, gosh, late 30s, early 40s. So, yes, I am right. dating myself, too. But, I mean, it's, like, <laughs> amazing when you see these artists that you grew up listening to and 15, 20 years later, and I don't know if you've ever seen Pat Benatar, but she sounds amazing at like my gosh she's got to be like late 60s early 70s I mean you can't even fathom what she sounded like in her you know prime but wicked cool so going yeah I haven't seen her but I love her yeah she's awesome she's she's fantastic and live she's even today she's still amazing Going back to the band Cold, what's it like being the only female? Um, what's it like being oh. the only female in the in the band? I yep. it's it's good. I ha- I feel like I have big brothers that really like look out for me, and I I don't really feel like I'm a female in a band. I feel like I'm with my bandmates. So I, I'm if if you talk to any one of my friends or any of my musician friends my my buddy Stevie Salas tells me all the time he's like you're one of the guys so i'm not real girly and we all paint our fingernails black and you know we all sweat the same on stage but i'm i'm super blessed to be in a band that i i grew up loving that's a fantastic way to describe it what advantages or disadvantages of being a woman in a male-dominated industry have you had to overcome or have you experienced? Well, that's that's a question that I get asked often. I haven't had any bad experiences in the music industry, knock on wood. I've always been treated with respect and I've always worked really, really hard to to get to where I am and I rehearse and I practice and I just do the things that it takes. And even, you know, my singer, Scooter, will, like if he wants me to work on something, he talks to me about it and and I do what I have to do to make anything happen. And I think that the main thing is like tenacity and not ever giving up and not getting frustrated and just continuing to to do what you have to do because I haven't haven't had any issues so far. That's great. And um it's awesome to hear that you've done so well and, and haven't had any I don't even want to say bumps in the road, so to speak, right? Because you know, I know that they yeah, there's do always happen. Bumps in the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, boulders, sinkholes or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And do you also write music on your own or? I do. It's funny. I had a a friend over last night and he was like, play me, play me some of your new stuff. And I literally just wrote a song in the last couple of weeks and I played it for him. And he was just like, holy shit. 
and I was like, thank you. <laughs> it's just, you know, four chords, and but this is how I'm singing it and doing it. But yes, I love to write music, and I, I've been playing my guitar, because I play guitar as well, so I haven't played guitar in years, and I just recently just popped it out, my acoustic, and I've just been playing a lot. I've been learning a lot of old Smashing Pumpkin songs and just trying to, to get better at that because I'm a much better bassist than I am a guitarist. But, yes, I love to write, and I'm happy that right now I am back to writing music. But for that's just, you know, we, we start our tour in the fall, so it's just, you know, I'm, I'll do my stuff on the side. Oh, that's great, though, because... It's always fun to have something going on the side. I mean, I, I, I do similar things. I mean, I have specific people that I work with and that I, you know, write with and things like that. But it's also fun to do things on the side or do things on your own. So that's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe we'll get to hear some of that stuff by next year. Who knows? Yes, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, you know, maybe there's going to be a solo Lindsay album coming out. That would be fun. There, there might be. I mean, I've got, I have stuff out there in the, in the world for people to hear like old school, like Neon Love Life and Kaleida Stars. Um, I have a whole album that, an EP that I never even released that I'm sitting on. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yes, I do. I do. Dead or alive, who would you like to collaborate with? Oh, Oh man, that is a, that's a difficult question. Who would I like to collaborate with? I would like to collaborate with Eddie Vedder. Ooh, nice one, Pearl Jam. Yep, that's who I would like to collaborate with. That's a good one. I like it. I mean, he's he's one of my favorites. I, Pearl Jam was, yeah, Pearl Jam. I, I'm such a. I've seen Pearl Jam so many times. I even went to their 20th anniversary in Alpine Valley. Back in, like, 2011, I think that was. I like getting better. So that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Way cool. What about I'd you? like to collaborate with him, too. To... Oh, that's God, amazing. Yes. Awesome. All right. We're going to take a quick break here for a word from one of our partners casting, the fabulously talented Laura Cheadle. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Hey, this is Laura Cheadle, and you're listening to Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the SIM Radio Network. Check out my new single, Everybody Say, now on Spotify. Sisters in music, together we are stronger. And we are back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, Lindsay Manfredi. Lindsay, let's get to your book. I love the title. Okay. It, it's Thank super you. awesome. Unfuckwithable, A Guide to Inspired Badassery. I think that is like the coolest title ever. So what's it about? Unfuckwithable in a nutshell. Pretty much a personal development book, and it's also a memoir. And just kind of describes my journey in the music industry and it's, as a young child and all of the things and everything I went through. But the reason why I wanted to entitle it Unfuckwithable, A Guide to Inspired Badassery, is because I really wanted to teach people that they need to stop listening to what other people have to say about their life and just really focus on who they are as an individual and what they're in love with and follow their dreams, follow their passion. And, and 
I think a lot of times we get so caught up in what other people think because we're trying to people please that actually doing what they were meant to do. I can certainly relate because I got into, well, I'll call it my second music career. I mean, you know, I did the life, got a real job, all that fun stuff, gave up on Mm -hmm. doing music when I was younger because that just wasn't what anybody wanted me to do. So I can certainly relate, you know, well, yeah, you know, I mean, your parents are like, yeah, at least mine were, they're like, what? Yeah, right. No. (laughs) That's exactly what my parents did. And I I had so much discouragement grow, you know, growing up. And even just a couple of years ago, when I was telling my parents that I was writing a book called Unfuckwithable, like they even pushed back against that. Nobody's going to buy that. Why, Why would you do that? You're disqualifying so many people, but that's not the point. The point is those people don't need to read my book, I guess, because I wanted to write a law of attraction book for the people who aren't going to pick up a Wayne Dyer book or Eckhart Tolle or, you know what I mean? Yep. I do. That's interesting because I've had the same type of experiences. Now I didn't write a book, but I mean, it's, even as simple things of going to yoga classes or things. Why are you going to yoga classes? You're going to hurt yourself. You know, it's really serious. <laughs> I'm going to yoga. Yoga is yeah. the best. How can, that's the, like, that's the one workout that you can't hurt yourself for really. I know. You fall on your face in a downward dog or some shit like that. But I just did a bar workout a little bit ago. I think I oh, hurt nice. myself. <laughs> Nice. You know, it's amazing how parallel experiences kind of shape us into various different types of things. Like I, I pour my defeats, I guess you would say, or when I get frustrated, like, okay, that sounds like a song to me, you know, and I write something mm-hmm. like that. Yes, oh, I yeah. can, you know, so yep. it's awesome that you wrote the book. Do you have Thank plans? You. You're welcome. Do you have plans for future books or future self-help mini stories, things like that? Yes, 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 yes. I have my next five years pretty much planned out, <laughs> including <laughs> going into tele, including going into writing for networks. So, but yeah, I've got my next book. I want to release it on two twenty two twenty two, and the preface is already written. I've got other people working on it with me. So it's going to be a series of stories, but it's an anti-bullying book, or it's more of a, I don't like to say anti-anything, it's more of a a love book. So you're going to hear from people who were bullies in high school, and you're going to hear from people who were bullied. You're going to hear from people who lost a child because of bullying, but it's definitely geared toward kids. And it's just, I hope to expand their mind so they can realize that it's not about where you come from, but everyone's struggling and this bullying shit and the suicide rate has got to stop. And there's so much that goes, you know, there's social media and there's just so much that goes into it. So that's what I'm working on now. Oh, that's fantastic. I absolutely love that. It also tees into some of the things that we're doing with, with Sisters of Music. So it's actually, it's very interesting And before I take another break, I know we are going to talk about the Girls Rock Indianapolis that you have co-founded, 
But it's very, very interesting. I've noticed a couple of people that I have talked to do do similar things with empowering young girls or, you know, creating organizations or groups for uh, encouragement, you know, non-bullying and things like that. And there's actually quite a few of us, which is fantastic that we're all focused on teaching and empowering and lifting up. I'm thrilled to hear hear that and totally agree with you with, with the bullying aspect. I mean, I, coming from personal experience, I mean, I was bullied quite a bit growing up. Um, Yes, I was too. I know girls can be mean. I hate to say it, Mm -hmm. but. You know, it's so true. I mean, even as an adult, girls are mean a lot. Yes. Yes. I completely, completely agree. And, you know, we're our own worst enemy. I mean, I've lived with the philosophy or, and even, you know, sisters in music, we, we've always pushed that, you know, a win for one is a win for all rather than, you know, be yeah. getting jealous or being negative yeah. because they're, they're successful. I mean, that's, that's not what we're about. We're here about empowering and encouragement and promoting each other and lifting each other up. And that's, I'm so excited to hear that you have another book coming out and I love the date. I love the target release date. That's wicked. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. So with that, Let's take a short break from another one of our partners in podcasting. This is my partner in crime chatting with Nat, and we'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network and my guest, Lindsay Manfredi. So tell me about Girls Rock Indianapolis. Okay. Well, there's camps all over the world. There's camps all over the country. And there's a, it's a Girls Rock Camp Alliance. So just one chapter of it is the Indianapolis one. And it's a rock and roll summer day camp for girls ages 8 to 16. And we teach girls how to play instruments and form bands, and then they write a song, and they make zines, and they make their own logo. And by the end of the week, they have written their own song, and then they perform it for always a sold-out audience. But it, again, it's, it's empowering young girls who oftentimes don't have that voice to be heard, and it gives them a safe space to develop who they are, and we just use rock or music as a platform to help these these girls see what they have inside of themselves. Was there a particular reason why you were inspired to start the program or hop on board the Girls Rock nonprofit? Oh, absolutely. My friend Sharon had gone to Seattle and she volunteered at one of these camps and came back and she recruited me, Ashley Gilchrist, and Tasha Blackman, and we decided we were going to start a band to to also show that, like, we're going to be in Girls Rock. We're going to start this band that is called Neon Love Life. And it was just so important to me. And I had just gone through a divorce 
and the band that I was in, I was in with my ex-husband. And when you divorce, everything falls apart. It's not like you, you can't be in a band. At least that was for my in my case. And so I had moved to Indianapolis and just had to completely start over. But music was my life. And I had to just be back involved. And because I knew from a very young age what I wanted to do when I grew up, when Sharon was talking about this, we all just fell in love with the idea and did it. That's awesome. Now, you also, you're a mom, correct? Yes. Well, my, yes, my um, human just came out as trans recently. So I just did a podcast with Abigail. It's called Mother Flipping Awesome, and we talk about that. So I am calling them they. (laughs) How cool. Yeah, this is this is all brand new. So I don't even I don't really know. We're all just trying to navigate these waters together right now, her father and I or their father and I. See that's it's hard to do. (laughs) I can only imagine. But I love the way that you caveat my human, so I thought that was awesome. That that was great. So I'm really actually trying to get better at this lingo and use it every day. So they wants to be called Chevy now instead of the original birth name of Bella Milan. But um, they're a very beautiful person, and she'll oh, see. They'll be 18 in January, and and their father and I are just going to support whatever happens. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know. What do, what do you do? You love your children because they're your children. I have exactly. two. Yes, I have an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, and and uh, you love them because they're your children regardless of whatever they may exactly. want Right? I mean, I was a bull raiser when I was a teenager. I can't even imagine if Chevy did the things that I did as a child. Because I was, like, dropping acid at 16 and going to school and then leaving during third period. (laughs) I was so wild. And Chevy is an honor roll, color guard, artist, just completely inspiring and amazing, kind, loving, an activist. Like, there's so many incredible things about about this child, so. Oh, that's fantastic. And I can see the smile through the the phone line. I can <laughs> hear your proudness shining through, and that's spectacular. Wonderful. Yeah. They are very, very, very lucky to have you as a, a parent. It definitely sounds like, so that's fantastic. Oh, thank you. You bet. So going back to Girls Rock, because I believe it's a nonprofit, is how can listeners help the organization? By going to girlsrockindy.org, and there's a donation button. If you're in Indianapolis, you can always volunteer <laughs> and and help. Camps are hard. I think, they, I think they're doing two camps a year now. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're going to have in-person camp this year because, of course, last year that didn't happen. So, But, yeah, you can, you can help by giving your money to girlsrockindy.org. Awesome. 
So what's on the future horizon? So I know we, we talked about another book coming. We talked about potentially maybe a solo album at some point in time. You mentioned a tour. Was there a new album last year? Yeah, it was in 2019, and we we released the album, and we got to do one run of the tour to support that. And we were supposed to go back out in April, and COVID happened. So everybody got shut down. So my next six months, basically, I'm leaving Los Angeles for six months. I'm going to go spend the summer with Chevy. I think that right now the mother figure needs to be in Indiana. So I'm leaving on July 12th. I'm going to hang out with the child for a month. And then we start rehearsals in Pennsylvania at the end of August. But then we start our tour in September. We're out for three months. Then I'm going to stay home in Indiana um, to celebrate the holidays and um, Chevy's birthday in January. And then I can come back to LA. So I have a very ridiculous schedule from here on out until January. But hopefully we're going to hit the festival circuit in spring and tour, hopefully do another album at the end of 2022, do it again. I'm going to release another book in the meantime. So I, you know, but we don't ever know what's going to happen and how it's all going to work out. But that's just like, that's in a perfect world. That's what would happen. (laughs) Well, it sounds like a ton of fun. And I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out to see if the band comes near Raleigh. Otherwise, yes, I will definitely. I feel like like we've played in Raleigh before. We did our, um, what is it, Greenville? I know we did our CD release party and our album release party in Greenville. Greenville, Greenville, no, so, I don't know. Well, there is, there is both. Carolina. Well, there's Greenville, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then there's also Greensboro, which is another green. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna make sure that I see where you guys go, and then I know Natalie and I are hoping to do some type of network in Los Angeles at the end of January. So we'll ping you if you oh, have yeah. back. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm it's like, I'm super sad to leave Los Angeles because I love, love, love it here. But I, you know, life calls in Los Angeles will always be here. But I, yes, if you guys do something out here, I definitely would like to be involved. Yes, absolutely. We will keep you in the loop. And I'm a big City of Angels fan myself. Mm. Definitely enjoy tagging over there every now and then. I'm actually going to be out there in October, I believe. I'm doing a vocal music summit with Dawn Elder. So hoping to get that. Another another kid, uh, young adult type of program. Again, so it's, it's... yeah, it seems seems to be the theme, so uh, doing those. But we'll definitely look you up if we happen to do something at the end of January because that tends to be right okay. around when, you know, the whole Grammy situation happens. And I think we're going to be going out doing some things there that week and getting together and having some showcasing things. So we would love oh, to yeah, have you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, in my opinion, one of the – coolest musicians that we have got to 
happened to talk to and it's been mm-hmm. fabulous, fabulous. So anything last minute that you would like to share with us? Social media, where can they find you? Where can they find the band? Where can they find your book so that they can go okay. and buy it? Yes. Okay. So the book is at lindsaymanfredi.com and it's spelled Manfredi, but it's pronounced Manfredi. That's my website. And I also make candles and you can get an amazing candle. And the band is at coldarmy.com and all of our social media is cold music or cold. And I'm on the Instagram. I'm on all the things under Lindsay Manfredi and everything's under cold. So but yeah, check out the new album, The Things We Can't Stop. Something I'm extremely proud of and excited to be a part of. And come, we're going to have our tour dates up soon. But yeah, that's it. Everything, my whole life is the band and my book. So excellent. Well, they're both fabulous. And I'm excited that you mentioned the candles too, because I do love candles. So I'm actually going to go get a candle. And we will make sure that people get those links. We'll post them on our show and we'll also post them out. But for now, Lindsay, it has been an awesome, awesome pleasure chatting with you. I'm so excited that you were able to join me today. And thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you. I really was looking forward to it. Yes. And hopefully I lived up to your expectations. Aside I don't from- have it. No, I didn't have any expectations. I feel, I'm a little under the weather today, so I hope I lived up to your expectations. You did. You did. You did. Definitely. So thank you again for, for joining me, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in, for mixing it. On behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, until next time, keep on mixing it.